Welcome to The Determined Mom Show, the only marketing podcast dedicated to guiding mom CEOs into tranquility, wealth, and multiplying those precious moments. Welcome to this episode of The Determined Mom Show. I have the lovely Lindsay Sutherland with me, and she is a business consultant with My Unplugged Lifestyle. Today, we're going to be talking about how passive income can set you up to unplug from your business. So welcome, Lindsay. Well, thank you so much, Amanda, for having me on the show. I'm so delighted to be here. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm very excited to talk to you about this because during our pre-call, I think we had a lot of things to talk about regarding this and your journey is very, very interesting as well. So I would love for you to start with, you know, kind of giving your background and how you got into making passive income as opposed to like service-based or product-based income. Definitely. Well, one thing about me is I was the primary breadwinner in my family. I had built up a career in the car business and was sustaining that for my family and making really good money. Kind of one of those dream careers I had, even though it was the car business, I had a good schedule. I worked with good people. I really liked my environment, but for some reason, I still felt like going to my job was like a prison. I just, I told my husband, I feel like it's slowly killing me inside. I just, I'm sure other other parents can relate when you are going to a job that it should be great. But even though I missed my kids, I had four kids throughout my career. And every time I had one, I would say to myself, okay, by the time this one is one or two, I'll make it, I'll get out of this. Well, it's so it's hard to do that when you're the primary income earner. I mean, it's, it's one thing to replace maybe a thousand or $2,000 a month Not to belittle that, but I mean, I would have been grateful if I could have (laughs) done that, but I needed to earn like six, seven, $10,000 a month. There was no, and there was no room to scale. Like I didn't have that grace period. So I thought to myself, what do I want to do? And trust me, I tried all the side hustles, like every, you know, network marketing company and all these things before I even realized what passive income was and learned really about it. So my journey started way back in, I would say probably 2008, when I started researching real estate and I started apprenticing as a real estate investor and I started flipping deals and doing some stuff like that. Later, I learned about passive income online and I was really curious about it because there is so much quote snake oil out there, you know, people promising the moon and oh, make a thousand dollars a day, just simply post on your Facebook or something like that. And I'm like, there's gotta be a way to find out what is real and what isn't without having to go try them all. And that's when my journey really started. That was a few years ago, back in 20, late 2019, when I started my podcast, I started it because I wanted to learn from experts who were already doing it. And I wanted to pick their brain. Essentially, it was like my education. And I thought, well, plus I can share it with the world. So happy day. Yeah, <laughs> I love that right? strategy. <laughs> yeah. And through that, I started really, I started signing up for courses. I started trying things. I started learning. I started just exploring all these possibilities. Meanwhile, through this, I had determined to leave my career. I I just, I don't know if I told you this in our pre-chat, but both of my parents passed away before retirement. And I couldn't fathom the idea of living out 20 years until someday retiring and then someday living my best life. Like it just, 
didn't seem like it could happen for me. So I ended up leaving. We, we ended up buying a log cabin in the woods, which was something my husband and I had dreamt about and talked about for years. And that was super scary because I left this great job. I sold my house. I left my family, everybody. We literally picked up and moved three states away with knowing nobody. Well, ultimately we got up here and the plan was that I was going to stay home with the kids and homeschool. And my husband was going to pick up a job. Well, things didn't pan out quite as well. He ended up not getting a job that could sustain us. So I ended up back in the workforce, at least short while, all the while still building up my passive income, still plugging away on the side. That is one thing I will say about passive income is it isn't necessarily quick, not saying it couldn't be because sometimes you hit it out of the park, but it isn't normally quick. And so for anybody who might be looking for that, Passive income is the great thing to do to build up on the side while you're ready to make that transition. Um, because ultimately, you know, you definitely want to have a cushion and you want it to be sustainable. And so that's what I was doing in the meantime. Well, leading up to last, what, like August, I was determined again <laughs> to homeschool my kids. I was seeing what the public school was doing. Plus, of course, after COVID, you know, everybody kind of had their own experience with that. But for me, I saw that when my kids were home, we had a different family dynamic. My children were less sassy, you know, like just so many good things came from them being home. I thought I have to be here. No exceptions, no matter what. And so I made this plan to leave my job I hired a business strategist and I literally had no alternative. I said to her, I am quitting my job in three months and I need a plan. <laughs> that's a, that's no pressure at all or anything for her, right? right? <laughs> she stepped right up to the challenge and that's when I finally launched and just went all in. And it's been so amazing. You know, I do homeschool my kids three days a week. I finally found a rhythm that works for me so that I can build my business on Mondays and Fridays and then still do household and fun stuff on the weekends. So we have a good balance now. And I'll admit, like my whole income isn't derived from passive income yet, but it's definitely was sustainable to the point where it gave me that uh, launching pad, so to speak, so that I could finally have that little bit of time where I needed to build up clients and thank goodness, heaven thank heaven. I mean, I mean that thank God from the bottom of my heart, he blessed me with immediate results. Like I got clients right away. So it was just really a, a fascinating journey. <laughs> even me, I look at it in awe. Like, how did that even happen? That's awesome. <laughs> and it's been a wild ride. <laughs> yeah. Well, it happened because you trusted yourself and you trusted your instincts and your intuition and knowing that what you were feeling like deep down in your gut was the right thing for your family. So I think that's really how that evolved, you know, cause you trusted yourself. Yeah. I would agree with you hundred percent on that. Yeah. Definitely. And I think as moms, we have that doubt that always creeps in like, Ooh, but that's not what everybody else is doing or, Ooh, this sounds crazy to everyone else or, you know, those kind of things. But when you feel like it's right for your family, then it is, you know? Yeah. Agreed. Well, and also I just, I had to beef myself up with positive talk. You know, I mm -hmm. said things like, Lindsay, you're capable, you know, you're capable of getting another job if you had to, you know, just to give myself that sense of confidence and peace. And then also reminding myself that girl, you know what you're doing. Like you, I think the biggest thing so many of us struggle with is, especially when we're passionate about something in particular, 
we never feel like we know enough or know it all, right? Because yeah. we're excited to learn more. We're always eager. And so we always see ourselves as not quite there yet. And it's easy to get caught up in that I'm not good enough mindset that makes it say like, oh, I'm not good enough to teach what I know. Well, I talked, when I started talking to people and doing like um, free coaching, just to kind of see what would happen. Yeah. People were blown away. They're like, slow down. You're giving me so much information. And I'm like, okay, all right. I I'm okay. I can do this. Like, I actually do know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's funny how we have to like sell ourselves on that. Yeah. To so yourself. True. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Well, your journey is inspiring. I'll say that. And it's also just a really good testament for all of the moms out there that just keep going and keep trusting yourself and trusting that everything is going to work out as it should. And you're a perfect example of that. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. So I'm very excited to talk about passive income. I think I started my entrepreneurial journey like in, well, my like third or fourth one, um, in 2017, this one, I'll say the latest one in 2017, when I had my daughter, my third daughter and similar situation to you. And I remember listening to Pat Flynn's podcast, smart passive income. And like, I listened and I listened and I listened and I listened, but I still couldn't figure out like, like, where is this passive income coming from? Cause everything that he talked about was a lot of work right? (laughs) Like there was nothing. It was just like passive income, like, you know, so I'm just kind of curious about your take on that. And then let's talk about how we can set ourselves up to be able to only work three days a week. Like you do. I love Pat's story. And it's funny too, because I recently had an experience similar to that, where uh, anybody who's familiar with Pat's story knows, and I'll just kind of recap it. He had started a website that was essentially a a learning tool for himself to pass a test. And he didn't build it for everybody else. It was just simply for himself as a study tool, which is unique. I would never think of doing that, but okay. So he did that. And then one day he was kind of figuring out what passive income was and wondering if he could do it and realized he had traffic going to his website. And then he thought, well, I wonder if I can monetize this. So he made something a download or, or whatnot. And it was like 15 bucks. It wasn't a very big dollar amount. And he made his first sale. And then that's when it took off. That's when he was like, yes, I could do this. And I'm going to tell you that moment when you finally make a sale is like, it doesn't matter if it's $5. (laughs) It's so exciting, (laughs) especially when you wake up and see that in your inbox and you're like, I just made money while I was sleeping. This is so wonderful. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I love that feeling too. And essentially that's what passive income is. It's doing something one time and getting paid for it over and over again. And there's a lot of misconceptions out there. We won't even go down the bunny trail. Just know that that is essentially what it is. If if you're hearing somebody say something is passive income and you're hearing them say, well, spend two hours a day on social networking and do this and do that. I mean, that is not passive. So my methodology, I've called it the My Unplugged Lifestyle methodology. It's threefold for a reason. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about that, but to finish answering your question, going back, Oh, I know what I was telling you. I was telling you about my story. So I remember the first time I woke up and had, I think it was like 40 bucks I made from an affiliate sale. So affiliate marketing is one form of passive income. I personally don't think it's something I would invest a ton of time into unless you're going for the long haul, like major. And it is a lot of work. And I think that's what 
a lot of people started doing. Mm-hmm. There are ways to make affiliate income that's uh, larger percentages rather. Usually if you're selling other people's courses or information, you're going to do better than if you sell products. So just a little nugget of wisdom for people. That's what I do on my podcast. If I have guests on my podcast and they have a course that they've got an affiliate program for, that's one way I've monetized my podcast. That is a form, but I wouldn't say that's something that is uh, for me anyway, it's not something that is super sustainable. It doesn't give me reoccurring revenue on a, on a regular basis. Like I can really track it and measure it where that comes in is when I offer my own products and services, right? Because I can control the marketing side of it. I can control the landing page. I can do my AB testing. I can dial in my ads if I'm to that point where I'm ready to do that. So I can automate the funnel and make it so that from point A to point you know, D, because the funnel isn't going to be an AB funnel. I can control things along the way and, and learn and grow and improve my funnel strategy and really have my metrics going, which truth be told could be done with affiliate marketing. But why do that for only like, you know, 15 bucks a sale when you could do it for yourself and make 100, 200, 300, 1000, whatever, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> it's the same amount of work. You just get paid more. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That Um, makes complete sense. And I love your definition of passive income, by the way. I just want to say that before I forget it. Yeah. Thank you. I want, do you know, one time I put put something out when this is early in my journey, I was trying to find out what people were thinking when they heard passive income. And I went in a Facebook group and I just said, Hey, I'm just doing market research. I'm not trying to sell anything. I'm curious what comes to mind when you hear the words passive income. Mm-hmm. And my thread went like crazy with comments and people saying, I think out of all of that, I have maybe one or two people who said something like real estate, you know, passive investing, things like that, that was actually a, a reality. But do you know, I would say 80% of them thought it was network marketing. Wow. They actually took my post down because somebody said, why are people always preying on us? Da, da, da. And I'm like, Whoa, I specifically yeah. even said this is just market research. It was just such a eye-opening experience for me. It proved to me that so many people just have this misconception and not not to their detriment, like it's not their fault because the the problem is so many people are touting out passive income and then telling you it's something that it isn't. Yeah. And you know, I love um Robert Kiyosaki. He was one of my favorite authors and I've I've gone to many of his you know, seminars and whatnot, he has that quadrant, right? Um, if you've heard of it, the cash flow quadrant where there's the business owner and there's the employee and then there's this uh, self-employed and then the investor. Mm-hmm. And when you're looking at passive income, there's really three categories. You are either self-employed in the beginning. And then at some point you can maybe hire a team. Now you're employed, you have your company, or you can also do passive investing, So passive income can come from a lot of different things. What I have found is a good focus for the majority of people that are in my circle is online business. And, you know, real estate is where my podcast kind of went in the first year, but I think that's, it's a scary idea. It's a lot of investment. There's also a lot of risk. And so it's one of those things that really only a select few people are really going to even be willing to try. My philosophy is like on a grander scale, develop a passive income business. And then when you get really profitable, invest in Mm -hmm. passive income strategies. 
And the reason I say that is because you definitely want to make that part of your goal because there's huge tax benefits for that. The, the, the income you earn from a passive business online is going to be taxed differently than real estate tax. So that's just kind of a bunny trail, but you know, it is important to think about and definitely have that as part of your big plan, your long-term. I'm always a proponent of thinking to the end, right? Thinking of it from the end and what your big plan is. Yeah. So make your goals to, to include that. I love that. That's a, a great way to think of things like start at where you want to be and then look backwards and like, how can I get there? Yeah, that's perfect. So what can we do to set ourselves up? I know you said there were three kind of steps. Yes. So, um, oh, you're talking about with my methodology, the three steps. Okay. So essentially it starts with mindset. I always say mind, you know, I've, I once saw a post on Facebook. It said, what matters more mindset or strategy? I'm like, it's equal. <laughs> I don't know why would we choose one or the other? They're both important. Um, and mindset is, a, is an important part of that. And I know from my own journey, leaving my corporate job to where I was living in a log cabin in the woods with nothing to do and going stir crazy, that I felt like I need to have a passion and a mission. But I also found that I also kind of had this threshold for chaos and busy. And so I've learned over the years to just like reduce that and be able to give myself permission to relax. <laughs> I think, especially when we're small business owners and we're working for ourselves, our minds are on all the time. So learning how to turn that off and, and intentionally be present with our families is so important. So that's why that's a big part of my methodology. The second I call the P cubed method. So we talk about the perfect uh, product married with the right process equals profit. And that's where we get into the fun stuff because it's about finding the right product. There's four main product choices that I usually guide people towards. I mean, there's a lot out there, but like I said, I focus on these four because they're, they usually can apply to anybody's passions and I'll just tell you what they are briefly. So, you know, so we yeah. have eBooks, eBooks is a common one and it's actually gaining popularity on Amazon. Uh, these short, like short books, which is great because those of us that aren't experienced writers, why do we want to write a novel if we could write a short book and have success, right? Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> um, courses and memberships, they kind of go hand in hand. They are a little bit different. Courses can be more passive than memberships, but memberships can offer that great reoccurring revenue that is a lot more consistent. So for anybody who wants to have that peace of mind, that's a good way to go e-commerce. So e-commerce would be like drop shipping and, you know, or selling, uh, having something being sold on your own website, those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And then printables. Surprisingly, this is a very lucrative angle that a lot of moms can do. And a lot of moms can do this while their kids are running around. It doesn't involve talking to people. Um, you can set up Etsy stores that sell printables or downloadables. It's amazing. So that's an easy one to get started with for anybody who's kind of into Canva and wants to play around a little bit. You can certainly pop those on Etsy and start selling them. So those would be the four primary categories. And then we put a process in place. That's the funnel. And then we drive traffic to it. That leads me to step number three, which I call the um, content effect. So it's the effect of evergreen marketing. Recently, somebody said, you keep saying evergreen marketing. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. So evergreen essentially means very much the same as passive income. It's marketing that you can do one time that has lasting effects. Mm -hmm. So unlike 
Facebook or Instagram where you throw a post out and it has a lifespan of hours, seconds, podcast episode, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You throw that out there and now it's not only going to live forever, but it's also searchable, which is massively powerful. You know, on top of that, we can be guests on other people's shows. And even if you don't have a podcast yet, or you're not quite ready to take that leap, you could be getting guest spots on other people's shows to drive traffic to your, to your product. And I'll give away the beans. Pinterest is my ultimate favorite. I talk about Pinterest all of the time. Yeah. Pinterest <laughs> it's is just great. a widely underused platform. And many business owners don't even realize that it's a search engine and not a social media So, I mean, that's just it in a nutshell, because ultimately I don't care how many passive products you create, how many freebies you do, whatever the case may be, how pretty your website is. If you're not driving traffic, then nobody's going to really know about it. And more importantly, we don't want to create a hustle. We don't want to be out there dropping links and trying to drive people to go check out our stuff, right? That's not the purpose of passive income. So if we don't have that evergreen marketing strategy set up, then the whole plan just is basically built on sand. Yeah, that's so true. And what you said about Pinterest is it's like literally the gift that keeps on giving. Like you could have a pin from like 10 years ago and it just picks up. And of course, hopefully your links are all the same and all that stuff, but um, you know, it, it can just pick up and go crazy again. And it's like 10 years later, you know, like what the yes. heck it's, it's awesome. It is indeed. Yeah. That's all evergreen marketing podcasts are the same too. Mm -hmm. Actually, what's really cool about Pinterest lately, I've noticed, and I'll bet you do too, in your line of work, more and more people are finding me from Pinterest, but not because they're on the platform, but because Google is now presenting pins as part of a response to a search inquiry. Yeah. So, I mean, that's even more awesome. (laughs) Yeah. It's like a double whammy. Like you can rank on Google with a pin. What? Right. You know, like that's awesome. It. Yeah. That's huge. I love that. And also video pins are really cool now because you can, you know, upload a video and give your message or whatever type of, you know, whatever that is, if maybe a course preview, like you're talking about courses and printables and those kind of things, you can give those in a video pin. I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I love those three things. And then also the four kind of online business, as you call them models. I think they're all amazing. And I know most of my network does at least one, if not two or three or four of those things. So (laughs) probably, I know, I know less people that do printables, but I know more people that do courses and evergreen marketing. And also the, the first thing that you said, which now I can't remember what it was. Oh yeah. Mm Ebooks. Yeah. I know a lot of people that are doing those too. And I think you are right on. They're all in the right area. And I love it. Yes. Well, thank you. And I'm glad to hear that. I'm grateful to hear so many people are doing that for themselves because it, you know, and it's true. It doesn't always happen overnight and Mm -hmm. heaven bless those that it does. I love those stories, but it just doesn't. And so just stay with it because it will work. I'm telling you, I saw this with my own, I didn't even really know what I was doing when I started my podcast. Like I said, it was more for me informing myself and educational. And sure enough, like six months in, I had this whoop, like 
upscale, right? Yeah. And then at a year, I had another upscale. And then I ended up taking like 90 days off because I was revamping and reorganizing and kind of going to do a season two when I was figuring it all out. And in that 90 days, I still had 500 downloads. That's awesome. Yeah. And that without was promoting anything. it. Yeah. Without doing anything. Yeah. I right. love that. Oh my goodness. That's awesome. That's when I knew I'm like, this is proof that it works. <laughs> yeah. Like do nothing for 90 days. It's like the 90 day, nothing challenge, right? <laughs> yes. Like, can you turn your marketing off for 90 days and still get results? Like, I love that. That's yeah. a headline right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think it's like a program. Hmm, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I think that's awesome. And I love that you're here and sharing that with us. So what are your, if you don't mind me asking, what is your primary passive income now from? So my primary passive income is from real estate. I had gotten started with that early on. It was enough that the money, and it's actually gotten better as time has gone on because rents have gone up. Mm -hmm. So I've been able to increase rents and have more passive income that way over the last I mean, 10 years, that's kind of been, you know, it's interesting. I was just thinking about this when I first started out my very first condo I bought, I bought it from somebody who was going into foreclosure and it was maxed out. It was a deal. Nobody would take because it wasn't a good deal at all. I was basically putting 10 grand in to get it out of foreclosure to make $150 a month passive income. Yeah. It wasn't a deal any investor would take, but I happened to know the person and I wanted to help them out. Yeah. That was one part of it. And then the other thing was I was thinking long-term. I was thinking, I'm going to own this forever. I'm not looking to make a thousand dollars a month right now. Right. Well, back then the rents were only like 800 a month and now they're 1500 a month. Yeah. And my, and, and my expenses have stayed the same. So now I'm cash flowing wonderfully. Plus I have also equity. So that's, you know, that's another when you talk about your income, right, or your net worth, obviously that can be your monthly cash flow coming in, which is what we want to focus on. But also when we look at our net worth, that's how we really establish ourselves as ballers. Yeah. <laughs> for lack exactly. of a better word. Yep. <laughs> but for anybody, you know, when you're just getting started, do a net worth statement. I encourage you, even today, if it doesn't even look pretty, a net worth statement, you simply on one side, count all of your assets and their value. And on the other side, you count your debts and then you do the math and you might be in the red. Mm. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. And it's actually kind of fun because then when you get started and you make, has, have you ever played the game cash flow? No, I've never heard of it. Okay. It's a great game. It's a Robert Kiyosaki game. He actually, mm-hmm. him and his wife, Kim invented it. Oh, okay. And in that they have this little paper. It's like a monopoly. It's like a grown-up version of Monopoly. That's awesome. I love Monopoly. <laughs> and you, so. you have to track your assets. And so on your net worth statement, make a list of your assets and track your cash flow. And eventually you will see, if you just start doing that every six months, check in and see, you will see how much your net worth has changed. And before you know it, you will, I mean, you just keep doing those, take those steps, right? Keep moving forward. And eventually you're going to see that your net worth is actually in the black and maybe, you know, oh, wow, now I'm worth 300,000. Now I'm worth 500,000. Now I'm worth a million. And it doesn't all have to be in actual cash. It could be in assets. Mm -hmm. So it's really worth doing that if you don't, if you haven't already done that. That's awesome. I love it. My husband, it's funny, this, the episode timing is very interesting because before when we talked for your pre-call, 
I had no interest in like real estate or anything. Like I had, a, I, I've always had an interest in real estate, but I've not like thought of it as something that we can get into. And then now we're partnering with some friends and now we're starting like real estate investments and things like that. So it's just that same um, thing that you're talking about. Like, it's just very, very uh, funny timing, I think. That's awesome. And yeah. you're, and that's great that you're at that level that you're ready to do that. It's, mm-hmm. it's definitely something that, I mean, when I was started in real estate, I had no experience. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those people who shouldn't have been doing it. <laughs> yeah. That's basically what I'm saying, <laughs> but I also had not very much to lose either. Um, yeah. you know, I was young. I didn't even have kids yet. Like that's when, how long ago it was that I started. Yeah. And I really was just trying to figure it out. Unfortunately, I got into it right when the market crashed. Yeah. It was just bad timing. I think had I gotten into it, you know, either 10 years before that, or even five years later, mm-hmm. instead of that, it kind of got me a little bit scared right after it happened. Yeah. But then you know, now that I've been through it and I've seen the whole cycle go through from start to finish, I'm like, okay, now I can be smart about it. And I understand yeah. it even more. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just at a whole nother I guess, uh, understanding. So you look back and you just kind of have that hindsight. Yeah. I love it. I think that's going to be extremely valuable for you coming up soon. <laughs> Even yes. Whenever, uh, the next bubble pops, which I feel like is going to come in the next few years, depending on what's going on, um, in the world, but yeah. So I am very excited that you graced us with your presence and allowed us to pick your brain Well, allowed me to pick your brain and, uh, you know, shared your wisdom with us. So is there any other last thing, or is there one thing that we definitely need to know about, um, you know, getting our passive income set up that you want to leave us with? I mean, I would just, I would just say, have the mindset of the long game. When I started, I told myself that I was committed to a year, even if no matter what, no matter if my metrics were awful, no matter anything, just I'm doing it for a year, no matter what. And I have to say it was the most rewarding experience. I ended up falling in love with podcasting. I fell in love even more with what I'm doing. And then I found my zone of genius. Like I just found this thing that lights me up. I could talk about it all day. And it also makes me money. Like (laughs) it's the perfect thing. So, you know, you might start out one way and it may not end that way, but just continue and don't give up and stay committed for the year. And I think you will see magic happen. I love that. So everybody, if you're listening to this, that means that you must commit to one year of passive income creation. No, (laughs) I'm just (laughs) kidding. It's not a contract, but it's, it would be a very, very nice thing for you to do for yourself and for your family. So definitely. So where is the best place for people to get in touch with you online? My website is um, the passive income examiner.com. That's also the name of my podcast. Uh, and there under there is resources and courses and such. You can check me out there. Awesome. And I know you have a business boot camp. Is that right? Yes. So coming up in um, April, we're doing a small business boot camp. It's um, focused on people who already know the, the main criteria is you need to know who your ideal client is and kind of what your passion is. So we're not going to start from the very, very beginning, like just figuring out what you want to do. Mm-hmm. So if you're a service-based business owner and you want to take your your business to a new level and you want to scale with passive income, that's what this is for. So uh, definitely if you email me, um, my email is the passive income examiner at Gmail. 
And if you email me with the subject of the Determined Mom podcast, I will give you the details of that and also give you $500 off. Oh, that's awesome. That's a great deal. Well, I hope that many people take advantage of it because what you're offering and what you have to share with the world is extremely important. And especially for moms and families and, you know, just having that time back with your kids is absolutely priceless. So I love it. Agreed. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me here. I'm so grateful. Thank you for coming and sharing your wisdom. Thank you for listening to the Determined Mom Show. We appreciate you and we would love for you to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. This will help us reach as many other moms as we can. Don't forget to download your 10 things you should be doing to get more clients from Google search guide at rebrand.ly forward slash Google 10.